Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Nashville, it's time for Nashville Business Radio. Now, here's your host. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Nashville Business Radio. I'm John Ray, and folks, I'm, I've been looking forward to this one. Heather Locke is with us, and she is the founder and chief support officer for Hammersmith Support. Heather, welcome. Good morning, John. Hey, it's a pleasure to have you. Let's talk about you and Hammersmith Support. How are you serving the uh, market out there? Yeah, absolutely. Hammersmith Support is a um, certified women-owned small business. We specialize in WordPress websites. We do design, development, hosting, and maintenance. So with our clients, we maintain their sites on a monthly basis, keep them secure, up-to-date, help them evolve with content and design, and uh, really help support businesses so they can become successful digitally. Talk about how your journey, uh, Heather, and how you got started. How, how did you end up starting your own company? Um, so I always had an entrepreneurial spirit, you know, as a, as a kid, I always found a million ways to make a dollar. <laughs> and, um, I worked in an, I worked at agencies, um, you know, after school, um, after college. And, um, uh, my last job was at a interactive agency where I managed projects for fortune 500 companies. I managed Subway and Disney and, um, Target, HBO, all these um, online interactive projects, mainly promotion based. And um, it was, you know, highly stressful job. I had a newborn at home. Um, I had always done moonlighting on the side, and I knew it was something I could do. I just needed to kind of get the get the gumption, get the courage. <laughs> and um, I just decided to do it. And I, you know, saved up a couple of months of worth of salary in my account it was my goal. I just socked away everything I could for a few months. And then once I had that, I, I let go and just started. <laughs> I went for several years without marketing or doing really anything just off referral. And, um, and then a few years ago, I really tried to kind of, as my team started to grow, my expenses started to grow. I really tried to kind of step up and think about how I wanted it to be. And that's when I kind of evolved into the company we are now, Hammersmith Support. I started as um, Hammersmith Interactive. And now I like to go by Hammersmith Support because I really feel like it's more indicative of our relationship with our clients. Yeah, I want to get into that in a second. But wow, you, in a few words there, you said a lot, <laughs> which is <laughs> you, you, you had a newborn and you were you still took that plunge into entrepreneurship at a awfully busy and, and often stressful and sleep deprived time. Uh, I think probably right. Uh, why don't you give some advice to women out there that are in the same position and thinking about that dive and are thinking it's the wrong time. So it's funny you said that. Cause I did joke that I had two kids at once. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, 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 and the uh, little baby w wasn't crying as much as the business was, right? So um, it was scary. It was definitely a leap of faith. 
I mean, I had the full support of my husband and that helped because he had, you know, our health insurance covered and, um, you know, we had, we had some steady income coming in from that side, but, um, the sense of freedom it gave me, I just tried to focus on that Mm. and the, and the fact that, you know, I could make my destiny. Um, I, I didn't like the idea of my salary kind of reaching a, a plateau based on my job title or the company I was at. I, I wanted to be able to just see how far I could go. And the only way I could do that was to do it on my own. So I would say to anyone that's thinking of starting their own business, like if it's a question you ask yourself, should I do this? Should I do this? You may never feel fulfilled unless you actually try. Yeah. And one of the things you also said there is you talked about how your business did well on referrals for the, uh, quite some time there as you, when you started your business. So what that says is you had a, some groundswell of support that maybe you knew you had that, maybe you didn't, but talk about the importance of your network as you started your business. Um, so I went to the University of Tennessee. Go Vols. <laughs> and when I was there, <laughs> I um, was lucky to have a few really um, important internships um, for digital companies in Knoxville at the time. Um, it was kind of a growing industry then. It still is. And um, so I started learning these skills. I started learning dev- web development. Um at, at UT, I actually taught faculty um, how to do HTML. Um, so I worked in like the student in the teacher training area. It's mm-hmm. called the Teachers Training Institute or something. Mm-hmm. And um, so I had always done websites on the side. People knew I knew how to do this um, as my friends, you know, as I grew my career. I grew my career mainly in Phoenix when I moved after Tennessee. And so, um, you know, I always took projects on the side. I'd work on them on weekends. I always had something going on. And so from doing that for so many years, for about a decade, you know, I had, um, I already had a group of referrals of people that, you know, that kind of were aware of what I did. And I'd say initially, I just started reaching out to those people and, and just to say, hey, I just want you to know I'm doing this now. It's my full-time job. And that was really what it took. But, you know, really, if you could think about it, it started, it started when I was in college because I just kept kind of um, doing it on the side, just never full time. And so I had kind of built up to this after a long time. Wow. You, what the, the, intended or not, you dug your well before you were thirsty. So congratulations <laughs> on, congratulations on that. Uh, quoting the Harvey McKay uh, book. Um, so uh, let's talk about uh, getting into your company. Uh, you've given back and given advice to folks. Uh, so let's talk about you. Um, you know, lots of web developers out there, lots of folks that specialize in WordPress. What differentiates, uh, your company? Um, so our company really focuses on our core values as our differentiation, um, we are a woman on woman run. So I have right now I have mostly women on my team. <laughs> mm. Um, 
So our core value is our customer service. Um, so, you know, we respond, you email us, we respond, we don't ghost you. Um, even if we don't, you know, if we're not sure how to tackle something, we let you know, we're researching it, we get back to you with a time frame. We Communication is extremely important to client success. So customer service is a, is a big pillar for us. Um, the next one is transparency. So we try to be very open about um, not only how we do business, what we can and can't do, our pricing. We try to be very clear. Um, but we also are transparent with our knowledge base. So our client wants to learn to do something. They schedule some time with us and we teach them how to do it themselves. Um, we feel like that empowers them and just um, is only a benefit to us mm-hmm. when they when they know more. And then our third pillar is giving back. So it is my goal to build a company that is um, a positive company in our community. So um, we give back in various ways. We have pro bono clients that we service. Um, We do um, kind of team building service activities. Um, And even during the pandemic, I had, you know, restaurants were totally decimated for a while and um, our restaurant clients, we continued to serve free of charge. So we give back wherever we can. We try not to be um, greedy in any way and just be generous with our time, our knowledge um, and our money. So um, you mentioned three things there none of which have anything to do necessarily just with your technical prowess, uh, in developing websites, which I find interesting. Um, uh, which says what you provide, the service you provide goes way beyond just a website. Absolutely. I mean, there's a million people that can build a WordPress website. Um, and then we use contractors to, to bring in skill sets. If we have, um, you know, some advanced code we need to do, or we have some um, other need on the site that maybe includes a different programming language, I mean, we bring in um, contractors as needed on projects, um, you know, to fulfill whatever technical uh, requirement we need we need to fulfill. But at the end of the day, the way we run our company is through our core values. Hmm. Terrific. Uh, Heather Locke is with us folks, and she's the founder of Hammersmith support. Um, so Heather, I'm curious as you, you see a lot of websites, uh, folks that come to you and want to, a refresh, a rebrand, what have you, uh, Talk about some of the biggest mistakes that you see that small business owners, I guess, tolerate maybe is the word with their website. Um, well, I think messaging and clarity is a one that's a struggle for a lot of people. Um, so we really focus on helping the client identify what what is their message? What do they do? What are they trying to say? And make that very clear on the site. Um, it's easy for, you know, there's some businesses where this is very easy. You know, if you 
provide, if you're a salon and you do hair, that's pretty easy to show. Mm -hmm. If you're a consultancy company that helps business gain traction in healthcare, medical devices, you know, that is a harder message to visually show. And um, when you need, um, you know, so I think really focusing on the content and the clarity of the message and making it very clear what you do on the homepage is a mistake a lot of people make. Um, sometimes just because it's hard, you know, it's, it's hard, they can't figure it out. And maybe they don't have the right resource to help them. But um, I think that's the number one mistake I see is people just not being clear with their messaging. Another one is just um, calls to action, not having very clear calls to action of where to go and what to do when you're on the site might might deter people from moving forward and engaging with you. Like not having appropriate contact information, not, um, you know, maybe even having it set up with our maintenance service. One of the things we do is just test all the contact forms um, and integrations that people have on their website. And you don't know how many times I've gotten a new client. We've tested their contact form and no one's getting it. So they think they're getting no leads on the site and actually they're sitting there and no one's receiving them. Uh Oh, <laughs> so that's, that's another mistake we see. And just mm. some general security, um, maybe not having your SSL configured properly, which is what makes your site HTTPS versus HTTP. It's a simple thing and it can cause your site to be blocked by browsers. Um, maybe your passwords aren't strong enough. So there's a lot of simple things we look for right off the bat when we engage with a new client. So um, you, you talk about website maintenance and how important that is and um how it's really easy to get behind, I guess, on that. What, what is there a regular rhythm or cadence that you recommend in terms of a website, not necessarily a refresh, but just doing a little audit maybe is the word. Um, well, when we do our maintenance service for our clients, we do it once a month. Okay. Um, we also have some monitoring that monitors it throughout the month and, um, you know, gives us an alert if anything is off in that time, then it allows us to jump in quickly to rectify it. But um, content on the website changes daily. Um, There are updates to plugins. There are updates, um, especially within WordPress, there are are patches and updates daily. And so um, I think once a month is is definitely um, what I would recommend. Um, especially if you're not doing it all at all right now. <laughs> <laughs> Something is better than nothing, I guess, right? Yes. Um, well, you mentioned you've mentioned WordPress a couple of times there, Heather. You know why WordPress, and why is WordPress in your mind the preferred website development platform? So, for anybody that's listening that that may not know, I'll just give a quick overview of WordPress. Yeah. Um, WordPress is an open source platform. It was originally developed as a blogging platform. And um, so it is used today to um, build websites. I think it's something like 40% now of the internet is built on WordPress. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot of reasons for this. The main one is it's open source. That means anyone can download the code and dissect it and see how it was put together. 
This is mainly a good thing, but it does come with a little bit of risk because it also means hackers cannot open that code and see where its holes are and see how they can attack it. So that's why it's important to keep it up to date. Back to its positives, though, it's a very easy way to manage um, content on a website. So it's easy to train people how to go in and make content updates. Um, you can also redesign the site and keep the keep the base, keep the database of all the content and just give it a refresh. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's lots of developers worldwide that um, develop extensions for it. So you can build a pretty complex site, um, you know, using, using the WordPress framework. Um, I've worked on a site for an international airline um, for like their vacations department. We built it in WordPress. Um, and then we were able to use APIs to connect with their travel data and bring in pricing. And so really it's, it's limitless in what you can do with it. Um, and the way it outputs code, just how it's structured is friendly to Google. And so you have a little bit of an SEO leg up just by using WordPress. Um. That doesn't, that doesn't really, uh, you're mentioning a few things there that I think the do it yourselfers out there that have developed their own website. We won't mention any other names through the, uh, you know, the uh, different services, nothing against them, but they, some of those do it yourself selfers may have missed out on some of those things the, that you're talking about, those features that you're talking about. Um, yeah, so there is just so much available to WordPress. So there's plugins that you can add on. There's, you know, SEO plugins and form mm-hmm. plugins. And so it really does um, allow you to extend functionality. And, um, you know, there are, as you mentioned, there's other platforms. There's Wix, there's Square, um, there's Shopify. Um, with Wix and Square, I mean, they definitely have their place. There's they're the right choice for some people or maybe just people starting starting out. But we have, at Hammersmith Support, we've converted a lot of sites from Wix to WordPress or Square to WordPress just because the company gets to a point where it needs to expand and scale and, and then they're not really in a very scalable platform. You can also move it from host to host because it's its own um, platform. So... Um, if you're at GoDaddy and use WordPress, you can take your WordPress site and you can move it to WP Engine, which is a company that specializes in WordPress hosting. So it's your files. You own it. It's, um, it's you're not leasing it as you would be on like a Wix or a Square platform. Got it. Um, so, Heather, let's switch gears here a little bit and, and talk about uh, location. Uh, you said you... St- you went to the University of Tennessee. Uh, you ended up in Phoenix and started your business in Phoenix, right? And now here you are in Nashville opening a location here in the Nashville area. So why why did you uh, end up deciding to do that? Well, John, my roots are here. <laughs> there you I go. Was born and raised in Tennessee. Yep. Um, my parents are still in East Tennessee. Um, my sister um, and her kids are here. My other sister's in Georgia. And um, I really wanted to, from a personal side, get be in Nashville more, be closer to family more. 
Um, but beyond that, Nashville is just growing by leaps and bounds right now. Um, I see a lot of business opportunity. And also because there is so much growth, um, I think the support, um, the the businesses that support these businesses, there's not really enough of them right now. Mm. And, um, and so I think that's my opportunity here with Hammersmith Support. And uh, I've just loved the time I've spent here so far. Um, I'm in a women's group called Tennessee Women Connect, which has been fabulous. They're having a big event next week I'm going to. And um, we're in a co-working space here called Collective 615 which is in the LNL building on Charlotte. And um, it's just a great space to work as we're mostly a virtual company, but um, we do meet there to collaborate. Um, so I just, I love Nashville and I'm super excited to be a part of this community. That's terrific. Uh, so let's, I guess, talk a little bit about the specifics of, of working with you. Heather, I mean, I've got a business. I want a new, a new website. I'm not happy with what I've got. How does that process work when I get in touch with you? Um, we usually set up a consultation Zoom Zoom meeting um, just to um, so I can ask the questions about your project, about your company, kind of understand the target audience. And honestly, just make sure we're the right fit um, for your project. and then. Um, after that, I usually do a proposal. The proposal kind of outlines the time and costs and needs involved. And then um, upon acceptance, we um, do a kickoff call and get the project rolling. I would say most projects are about 8 to 12 weeks, um, just depending on what assets are needed. If we have to have a copy developed or photos or video um, those kind of additional production needs expand the timeline a bit. And then we lead you through the whole process from design development through launch. And then after it's launched, we move into a, a maintenance mode and training. So we do a training with our clients once the site launch launches so they can see how to update, how to add content, where everything is, we record that meeting. Um, provide them a link to that so they have it to reference if they need to. And then uh, we use video a lot in training our clients. So we get a, a message, you know, how do I add a user on the site? I need to give it to my, um, you know, advertiser or whatever. We, um, you know, we do a little video, show them how to set up a set up a new user and just send them that as reference. So we, you know, try to be very interactive with our clients mm-hmm. and um, give them something that they can continue to grow with and evolve with. That's great. Uh, I would love it if, if, and I'm sure our listeners would, Heather, if you wouldn't mind sharing a success story, um, uh, a client who's uh, the outcomes they enjoyed, uh, you're particularly proud of uh, sharing with us. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'll try to do a couple, but the first one that comes to mind, especially going into this um, holiday season, is there was a um, there's a nonprofit in Phoenix that focuses on um, serving the homeless, and you know, Giving Tuesday, which is the day after Cyber Monday, is typically a big day to get donations. 
and their site had not been updated, kept up to date. Um, and it was on a hosting platform that was not serving them. And so when Giving Tuesday came and they got this flood of traffic, their site just completely stalled and they lost out on who knows how many donations. Mm. And so they contacted us after that. We got them set up on a new hosting platform. We optimized their site, did some load balancing tests to make sure it can handle traffic. We also updated their message, updated some of their content on their homepage, specifically um, banners, um, menus to just make them clearer. And um, I have just been working with them on going now for this was last year. So this they're coming to the end of their one year contract. And we've seen their traffic go up and their donations go up month after month. Um, so that's kind of a, a maintenance success story. Mm-hmm. And then as far as um, design and development, we recently worked with a um, a CBD farm, uh, a hemp farm that produces CBD products. Mm-hmm. And um, they, you know, were just using like a very standard website that really wasn't doing anything for them. We made it a much more visual experience. Um, some beautiful product photography and site design and just made them a really thorough site to help them launch their, their new products there. Um, And so that's been, you know, they're able to offer wholesaler prices now where people can sign up to be a wholesaler and order for their stores. They're able to do promotions They're able to package and bundle and, um, they're really set up to do business now. So they are a new business and they're just now, now they're able to actually run their business online. Mm. Terrific. Um, well, Heather, this has been great. And I can't imagine that there aren't some folks that wouldn't like to be in touch with you and learn more about your services and how you can help them, uh, with their business. So let's get to the most important question then, <laughs> which is, uh, how folks can get in touch. Absolutely. Um, well, thank you again for having me, John. Absolutely. Pleasure, pleasure to to chat with you. Yeah. And um, people can reach me on my website at hammersmithsupport.com. There is a link on the site where you can go on and schedule a 30-minute consultation. Um, my contact information is also on the site. I'm also very active on LinkedIn and Instagram. On LinkedIn, it's Heather Locke. And on Instagram, it's Hammersmith Support. Heather Locke, folks, with Hammersmith Support. Heather, this has been great. Thanks so much again for coming on the show. Thank you for having me, John. Thank you. Hey, uh, folks, just a quick reminder. NashvilleBusinessRadioX.com is where you can find uh, the archive of past shows that we've done. And we would love it if you would subscribe to the show. We're on all the major podcast platforms. Nashville Business Radio is the search term. And if you are on the, a particular podcast app that accepts reviews, we'd love to have your review. And uh, make it five stars if you don't mind. It's not about me or Business Radio X when I ask for that, folks. It's about our great guests, guests like Heather, who do great work and uh, we want the show to be found so they can be found. So if you could uh, do that for them, uh, we'd appreciate it as well. 
So for my guest, Heather Locke, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on Nashville Business Radio. Thank you.